Welcome back to The Daily Report, brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Stephen Ferraro and Jasmine Robb, bringing you this episode of Today's Report. And on today's episode, we discuss how the pandemic is disproportionately affecting female parents in academia, a report of COVID-19-induced coronary vasospasm, and a possible mechanism to explain the increased disease severity seen in COVID-19 in patients with blood malignancies. So let's get started. The report for August 7, 2020. By the numbers, an update on the search for improved testing and treatment. Today, the FDA updated its Coronavirus Treatment Accelerated Program website with new metrics on testing and treatment developments. As of July 31st, more than 570 drug development programs are in the planning stage of drug development, and over 270 clinical trials have been reviewed by the FDA. In terms of testing, the FDA has currently authorized 207 tests under emergency use authorization, which include 168 molecular tests, mostly PCR-based, 37 antibody tests, with a wide range of evidence and accuracy, and two antigen tests. Some experts predict that these rapid antigen tests, much like the ones used for the rapid strep and home pregnancy tests, may play a critical role in expediting the rapid identification of infected individuals, which is a critical step in reducing asymptomatic transmission. Climate. Dr. Melinda Kibb from the UNC Chapel Hill in the Department of Surgery argues that the COVID-19 pandemic has disproportionately affected female parents working in academia and or clinical environments. She cites the reduction of female manuscript authorship, as well as drops in the number of female first authors, female last authors, and female corresponding authors from 2019 to 2020 published in JAMA Surgery Articles. She suggests that protocols should be put into place to alleviate this disparity, such as extending grant end dates, incorporating offsetting work shifts, and increasing allowances for part-time work. Transmission and Prevention Canadian researchers investigated the effectiveness of performing asymptomatic SARS-CoV-2 testing of hospitalized patients in Hamilton, Ontario during April of 2020. At this time, incidents of new daily cases in the community were only 1.9 per 100,000 people. Of 125 hospitalized adults who were tested, only a single patient tested positive, and this patient had reported two weeks of fever and a cough. This low-yield result may suggest minimal utility for asymptomatic testing in populations with a low prevalence. Management. A retrospective collaborative study of 183 COVID-19 positive patients in China found that the increased time from symptom onset to admission, use of corticosteroids, and use of oseltamivir were associated with a longer duration of viral shedding, while the use of Arbidol was associated with a shorter period of shedding. These findings suggest the need for early admission and therapy, cautious use of corticosteroids and oseltamivir, and clinical studies on the efficacy of Arbidol. A case report from the Department of Cardiology in a hospital in Spain examined a 66-year-old male recently diagnosed with COVID-19 pneumonia who presented with acute infralateral SC segment elevation due to coronary vasospasm that was detected via optical coherence tomography and invasive vasospasm test and reversed after intracoronary nitroglycerin administration. 
The authors suggest COVID-19-induced inflammation may result in coronary vasospasm and myocardial damage, which could be a viable mechanism in patients with normal coronary arteries on angiogram. A case report from the Pennsylvania State University College of Medicine of a 49-year-old SARS-CoV-2 positive patient with chronic lymphocytic leukemia explores the patient's inability to produce SARS-CoV-2 antibodies. Despite a multifaceted serological approach to detect antibodies within the target period for normal production, which spans week one to week six of infection, the patient did not mount an antibody response, suggesting that antibody testing in immunocompromised patients may have limited value. R&D, Diagnosis and Treatments. Biomedical engineers from the University of California have pioneered a 3D printable portable imaging platform called the Tiny Array Imager for rapid use in reading coronavirus antigen microarrays. The results show that this Tiny Array Imager achieved results equivalent to the standard commercial platforms currently being used. So essentially, they developed a cheap way to 3D print this microarray, which is a platform used to detect viral antigens and antibodies, in a cheap and effective way. The authors hope that this Tiny Array Imager will help to increase capacity for serosurveillance, especially in low-resource settings. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With With COVID-19LST.org.